On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, find out what Third Party Controller Podcast's game of the year is. Could it be Madden? Could it be Elden Ring? Could it be God of War Ragnarok? Or is it something completely different? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with Beto Esparzo and Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. Yes, the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the video game news and topics you come to find out about. And yes, you heard that correctly. This is the second day with Joe live action Joe Ramirez. We're going to call you live action Joe Ramirez. <laughs> That's a bad name. Live action <laughs> Joe, Joe Ramirez. Ramirez. The problem can... is is that uh, after we finished the first episode, uh, they they didn't leave. <laughs> they, <laughs> they stayed. They just kept recording. And they just kept, yeah. They just stayed. And it's, you know, it's, it's a week now, and I don't know what to tell them. You know, they, you, you know, you guys have to leave at some point. Never. You it invited never us happen. over. We're staying. We are staying. Joe was kind enough to to sleep with us in his bed. No, that did not yes, happen. Yes, it did. It did not. Beto, did it? We cuddled. There you go. There you go. But this is the New Year's episode, or soon to be New Year's, because you know this week will be New Year's. So we're giving you a nice, tight, small episode, and it is the episode you guys have been waiting for. It is the episode you've been looking forward to. Our game of the year. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to find out what our game of the year for 2022 is. But before we do, let's get to it. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. I kind of just been taking a break after I beat um, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. I don't really play anything. I think I, I finished God of War and then I didn't turn on my PlayStation until like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Play a little bit of uh, Call of Duty. There's a new map in it. Uh, it's really tiny and it's nothing but chaos and I had a lot of lag in it so I just did not play. I played one match and then after a while, it's just like, yeah, I, I can't play this because it was just like so, so much lag in my game. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's my connection or if it's the actual game, but probably my connection. But uh, yeah, it's already really played. I didn't really, I haven't really had the, the urge to play anything lately. Mm-hmm. I've just been chilling. But you drove so cool. Oh, wait, before, before you pass it on, before you do that, any games you've gotten or received during the holidays? Um, I got... Although I bought the uh, Terminator, uh, what the fuck's it called? Resistance? I don't know. Terminator Resistance. Oh, okay. I bought that. I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, I also got um, Need for Speed Unbound. It was like 40 bucks the other day. And uh, 
I'm pretty excited to play because it, it looks it looks nice. It looks mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's all really. I'll talk to you guys next time about that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Joe? So uh, Christmas uh, was a very busy week for me. Um, and as some people know, I've been taking kind of, it's already been kind of a little too. I've been taking a break from some games for a while. Just haven't had time to play much and, you know, just been very tired trying to uh, recharge the batteries, as they would say, and get myself uh, going again. But, you know, um, still kind of trying to do my best to keep up with stuff. But I mean, it's, it's funny because like Christmas, around Christmas is where I actually have the most time to play because it's like, nothing to really do you just like home mm-hmm. it's christmas time and like that that morning it's just like i usually you watch like some movies or something or like some football on christmas day um and play most of my games but lately i haven't been touching much <laughs> I've, been, I've just been chilling really not doing a whole lot jesse what about you Ooh, so there's there's been a few games I've played, but one that I there is one game that uh it, you know as everyone knows I stream on Twitch, Twitch.tv/glsolid. I stream every Monday, Wednesday. Uh, I took a long hiatus. I talked about it for when God of War Ragnarok came out because I didn't want anyone to spoil it for me. Yeah, but um, I'm back at it. I'm back to streaming, and I had a a uh, follower request to play a game that I remember Joe talking about a lot, which now I want to ask if you did play it or not, but it was not, I found out it wasn't a launch. It felt like it was a a launch window or a launch year game for the PlayStation four. But I came to find out it was two years after the, the the console came out, which makes sense now. But uh, it was the order 1886. That wasn't a launch game? That wasn't a launch oh, game. <laughs> and the only reason I thought that is because I was looking, thinking back at it. And I think when the game came out, people were like, it's okay. This game would have been forgiven if it was a launch game. Cause I it think it was delayed. Yeah, it was delayed. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I think people were talking about like, this would have been forgiven if it was a launch game. Because then this could have been the game where... Yeah, maybe it because it's eight hours, which I don't think is bad. Yeah, but I think gameplay wise, which we'll get to it in a bit. Basically, how it felt was like, oh, this would have been okay if it was launch game because this could have been the game where you show it off, like, oh, hey, mom, dad, or you know, brother, sister, friends, cousins, whoever. This is my PlayStation Four, and they're like, oh, that looks really nice. But since two years had already passed and other games had followed, it just missed a window. Yeah, but I think people were more talking about like it would have been fine if it launched because you would have forgiven it for its shortcomings. But I I remember when I saw it, I remember hearing about it. I think that's why I didn't get it. I'm trying to remember reasons why I didn't even bother to try it out. But I do remember you talking favorably about it, Joe. Yeah, I played it. Yeah. Um, And I remember Bethel being super negative about it. And I think it's because you thought it was a steampunk game. I don't remember. I want to say you thought it was a steampunk game. So you kind of just went, fuck it. But it has nothing to do with steampunk anything. It's really just... It, it's... So I played it, right? I, I played it. Like I went movie. through it. Like, you could almost... Like, this would have been the... the, the to me, the, mo- the the game always kind of came off as, like... After you play the plot, you're like, yeah, this could have been a... This could have easily been a failed Hollywood-type mm. script thing. Yeah. 
it, it's it's weird because I, I got like I think I played like three four hours so I'm like halfway through the game but it's it's over the shoulder third person um, there are extensive cutscenes but I remember hearing that like what Joe kind of said like it's more like a movie but it wasn't excessive to the point where it's like okay now we're playing the game right there's there's a mixture of gameplay and and the movie stuff but it's so weird and how it's telling its story that it doesn't explain anything really it doesn't explain what's going on i think you kind of just have to figure out what's going on in the world as you play but mm. then it doesn't it's weird i just got super i got more annoyed than anything yeah. like what does that mean what's going on where do these lichens come from? Why do they have these type of weapons? Mm. Maybe it's something that gets revealed later on. Again, I didn't I didn't beat the game. But then you have certain archetypes. Like one guy is, you know, the playboy. Because you see him flirting with a girl. But I just feel like so far characters have not been fully established or fully fleshed out. But maybe it's later on in the game. But there's just a lot of things where it starts off technically at the end of the game. Mm. And then when you actually start like the game. Tarantino? Like Tarantino? This was, yeah. But, like, after you, you, it actually starts, like, the game starts, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, this was, like, probably a year later or whatever. It doesn't really say when it happened. Yeah. Um, visually, I think it kind of still holds up, you know, like, like as a visual showcase for some, for certain things. Um, it has a also a, a type of filter overlay that's kind of, like, dirty grain film, mm. um, which isn't bad. I kind of liked it. I think, like, controls... Combat like Zack Snyder movie? No, not as bad. This one is actually unique and not cheap, like Zack Snyder. <laughs> but um, for me, what I what what ups, not upset me, but what kind of got me like, oh, fuck, I don't care, was or kind of upset was no one's really fleshed out. Mm. They are talking extensively, and I'm like, what is going on? Because I wasn't paying attention, but it's like it assumes that you already know what the world is, but it's not really showing or telling but then i'm kind of like okay there's lichens in it and like okay and then like they're fighting these lichens and then there's one part where the guy starts getting scared and i'm like okay is there something different with this one and then they go this, it's an elder and i'm like what the fuck is an elder <laughs> and then it's like oh okay so elders are i guess stronger so that's why he was scared like oh, okay that's that's fine but i was just kind of more confused and sometimes it feels like oh they messed up and didn't completely flesh something out to make this make sense or maybe they did I don't know a lot of that stuff was just really I guess I was more annoyed by it's like you're talking but I don't know what's going on like cause you're not I don't think they're properly doing it yeah you know I don't know I don't know they reminded me well cause it was um, I thought it was something completely different I thought it was mm -hmm. like set in like the 1800s mm -hmm. and then it's like kinda turns into something else mm -hmm. it reminded me of the uh, Resistance Fall of Man the first game oh yeah yeah oh, it's like it's like a World War 2 game but like World War 2 never happened cause there was like an alien, alien invasion right uh -huh. yeah, like oh that's kinda cool but yeah. I never really played it but yeah. that kinda reminded me of that it's different than what you actually thought it was gonna be mm -hmm. I mean even though the covers kinda show that it's not yeah uh, the combat was okay, but then there was like moments where it felt like enemies would rush you, and then like you didn't properly have a way to kind of get out of the way. So the combat was mm -hmm. kind of a little annoying. It looked st it looked a little stiff. It, it wasn't stiff, but more cumbersome than anything. Okay. So it was just like I don't know. There was just things that annoyed me, but like I think what bugged me more was like I see the potential, and it's just not. I think I'm more annoyed that like. 
it could have been better. You know, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. At first, I was like, I'm not gonna continue this. I'm not gonna keep keep streaming this. But now, like as time, like as I've sat on it for a past couple of days, I kind of like, you know what? I do kind of want to finish it. I wanna I wanna see this through and see what happens. But I feel like I know what's gonna happen from years of just hearing about it. So, but I don't know, Joe. Do you remember a lot when you played through it? Like your feelings on it? I do. Uh, the best way for me to describe the order at the time was a. It's. It is very reminiscent to me as to what the original Assassin's Creed was. Mm. It's a glorified tech demo, huh. um, where Assassin's Creed you kind of basically did the same thing over and over. This was a glorified tech demo, kind of thrown into a. At the time, I would say the the closest thing to come out after it. I mean, obviously, it done way better. Were the uh, like uh, the um, super giant Until dunk? Yes, it's kind of in that vein, although a different genre. Mm-hmm. Um, this definitely does feel like a. It always felt to me like a a Hollywood. Kind of like a possible Hollywood blockbuster that never happened. That was just turned into a game. Yeah. Um, functional. Like it yeah. wasn't. It's not terrible. Um, it's quick. E- even I-, I would say that, it, you know, at times. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the end, but I would be like, don't hold your breath if you're expecting character be- characters to be fleshed out. Yeah. I do feel though like this is. But there's, there's a lot of summer, you know, like summer movies that. That's what they do. They just, it's the story, boom. None of the characters really get fleshed out, but you, you know, you finish it and you go like, well, I didn't have a terrible time with it. And at the time, that's how I felt about it. It was, it was, it looked nice. It was one of still, at the time when it was released, it was still one of the nicer looking games mm-hmm. on the um, PS4. It just didn't, it wasn't, you know, it, it had been a couple of years, so you expected more out of it. Yeah. But uh, I remember, I remember having fun with it. Yeah. Like I didn't regret playing it, but I also didn't think it was like, you know, uh, it wasn't like fantastic, but it probably you're right. It would have benefited as being a launch title. Like you almost can compare it to: Would I rather be the Order or would I rather be Rise on the Xbox One? <laughs> yeah, I'd, like, I'd much rather be, be the, the fucking or- Order yeah. than the Rise. Yeah. You know? it, it. I understand your example, but it, especially like a, a summer blockbuster or just a summer movie. But like movies, m- movies and games, of course, are different. But like. I can understand it where it's an hour and 30 minute film with like eight characters. But if you have an eight hour, like an eight hour game with only like three, you can't flesh out like three of them. They cram. Well, I mean, they cram. It doesn't really stop. They cram that fucking. I mean, that that game, it's, you know, set piece after kind of like set piece after set piece. But like, you know, in in different ways, it's. uh, They could have. But But I think that's the whole thing. Well, that's the thing, right? It was, you know, I think part of me goes like it was supposed to be a launch title. So they were more concerned about it looking nice. Obviously, it looking nice to me seemed like the top priority. Yeah. And it running smooth mm-hmm. was priority number one. And then you would think having the extra, I think that's where these delays did it a disservice because you would think with this extra time they'd be like well now is a chance for us to go back and do this but they didn't i think they just focused it on making it ready because it probably wasn't ready mm. it was a uh it was a big undertaking you know 
And I mean, that's not to that's not to diss that the fact that like at the time it was I thought it was pretty advanced, you know. And when we first got a PS4, we're like, fuck, this is you know this, this could be what other stuff could be, and you know it kind of gave you that that idea like, wow, this is what we're gonna be looking forward to. Um, but you know, it just yeah, to me, I remember it being fun, but like yeah, if you're looking for character fleshing out characters, not gonna, you know. or or even like. I'll take the like if anything, the only one who was fleshed out was the 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 charmer dude, the the flirty dude, because like okay, he, that's his character that was fleshed out, right? But then like the other two, it's just like eh. I guess, it I really know. felt like it was almost in a way, in a lot of ways, it felt like uh, the the first thing I thought about um, when I was playing the game. I remember thinking like fuck, fuck, I felt like this is like their stab at the uh, kind of in a way their stab out of a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm-hmm. in a way you know it just felt like in that same kind oh, okay. of okay yeah 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 you know I was just like look at this trying to fucking but yeah it was I, I like I said I, I will say I wasn't bored by it yeah and it definitely the sh- because it's on the shorter side it, it definitely helps it so but just to kind of finish up the whole given character and stuff like that Sometimes if a game's not gonna have that, fine. But just let me have, like, just make it fun though. Or like, if the characters aren't gonna get fleshed out, let's just have a fun time. Sure. And there's just moments where it's like you're building a story, but I don't fucking give a shit. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, like I don't care. But there was a thing that I remember hearing a long time ago. They're like, "There's penis in this game. There's a penis." And I'm just like, "Okay, look, where's the penis?" You know. And I don't know why I always assumed it was toward the end of the game, but uh, and I completely forgot. You go into apartments, like old, uh, like uh, uh, ghetto neighborhood apartments, mm-hmm. and then you see the penis because you go into a room and they're fucking, and you see a girl's tit out, and I'm streaming, and I'm like, oh shit! And I tried to quickly, like, because you can get in trouble on Twitch for that, but he had it had finished so quick, but you see the tit, and then you see his penis, and it's a flaccid penis. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> it wasn't worth it whatsoever. I was like, oh, man. But it was like so much hype up on the penis that I was just kind of disappointed. So more than anything, I'm disappointed that the penis wasn't as nice as I thought it was going to be. Graphically, it was nice, but not nice enough. I wanted to see a horde. Yeah. No, yeah. He just got fun doing. He got done doing his business, so I don't know. But yeah, not only that, I played. I did not think I was going to talk about the order for that long. Uh, I did end up... Uh, Purchasing and getting Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion for the PlayStation 5. This is a... This is a remake of the PSP version of Crisis Core Final Fantasy. Shut up. I know you're excited to hear about this, Bethel. Shut up! That's <laughs> gonna do that right now. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was a game that came out for the original PSP, and I remember getting it when it came out, but I never completely finished it. Uh, I remember the combat being very—it was weird. It was during a time where like Square Enix was transitioning stuff over to going more hack and slash with like Kingdom Hearts and other games, but they were like too nervous to do it to Final Fantasy. So they, I, I feel they kind of compromised with Crisis Core and like, we can't fully make it hack and slash because fans will get pissed. So we'll have this little like roulette wheel thing that happens. So you can hit the button, but it's like delayed. 
So it feels like a turn-based game, but it's not a turn-based game, but it's still a hack and slash, but it's not really a hack and slash. Like they didn't have confidence in just going full hack and slash because they thought people like fans were going to be pissed it wasn't turn-based. Um, so that was always just like the gameplay's not that great, but you kind of want to find out the story because it's the prequel to a character from Final Fantasy VII. But anyway, uh, they come out with this uh, remake of Crisis Core, graphically updated, and they said they improved the combat. And I was like, oh man, did they really improve the combat, or is it still going to be the shitty, slow, hack and slash, not turn-based gameplay? No, they fixed it to a hack and slash, kept the roulette wheel, but it does other mechanics, using material, using magic. Basically, all I gotta say is they did a fantastic job. I'm having a lot of fun going through it. I'm streaming that one too. I'm enjoying the game. I'm enjoying that they're continuing it. I'll finally get to finish Crisis Core. What was that originally on the PS1? PSP. Oh, okay. The one thing they did do is, because Crisis Core came out in 2007 on the PSP, and it's it's impressive, because you can tell, like, oh, this is a handheld, but they did so much to it. Like giving you side missions and like everything's voice dialogue. There's nothing you have to read besides like emails in the game, but everything's voiced. Anyone you, you go and talk to. They did um, since since they're doing the no the all the Final Fantasy VII remake stuff, a lot of the voice cast for the new cast, because it's they always kinda do new casts for the games, mm. especially Final Fantasy VII, but there's a cast specifically for remake. They brought those people to re-record those lines. But they kind of bummed me out because uh, one of your favorite actors, Rick Gomez, voiced the main character, Zach, but he, they re-recorded his voice. So it's, 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 it's whoever they recorded with this new one. So he's not in it anymore. He's only, he did the original voice back in 2007, but I was kind of bummed. He didn't do this one? No, he didn't. They got a new, they got a new actor. They got a new Rick Gomez? (laughs) They got a new Rick Gomez. Now I kind of want to just... Cause my, me- you know how sometimes when you play an old game and if you play a remake, you're like, oh, was it like this? Is is this what they updated? Cause it's not. I felt like I think they did the remake where they took the original game, and they just kind of covered everything with the new engine, mm-hmm. like the new uh, way they map it. So it, and there's moments where characters look like they're wearing a mask to me, and no one's brought that up. It's not bad, but I could kind of tell yeah, it's I over noticed, the animation. I noticed like the main characters look nice and the the design of the like. Where like other characters is kind of shitty. Yeah, it's they kind of weird. They don't match. Yeah, it's it's there's some weird stuff they did, which is fine. Um, but I, yeah, I, I kind of want to go back and just remember, and I also want to remember the combat too, because someone had asked me on my stream, and I'm like, yeah, you know, they're like, oh, have you ever played through this? And I'm like, I went pretty far, but I never finished it. And I said, oh, but I love this one because they improved the combat so much. It's so much faster, so much better. And I don't know, maybe it's a way you read it, but they're like, oh, it's probably because it's got new controls because that's how it always was. And I wanted to be like, no, it wasn't. It was not that way, but I didn't want to. Sometimes you don't know. You don't know if, if they mean it. Like, no, you're wrong. It always was great. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what I'm currently playing. Final Fantasy or Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, it's good shit. I'm enjoying it and having a great time. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is the time you've all been waiting for. You wait every year for this. You wait in anticipation. A year of gaming, a year of games from Nintendo, PlayStation, Microsoft, all this good stuff. What is third-party controllers game of the year? What was Joe's favorite game? What was Bethel's favorite game? What was Jesse's favorite game? You guys are going to find out as we reveal our game of the year. We're going to start off with Joe. Joe, what is your game of the year for 2022? Uh, ironically, most of the games I played this year, uh, the good ones I played were games of the year in the past. So, you know, I feel in good conscience. I could not give a game game of the year this year uh, based off my own playtime. I really mm -hmm. can't. There's only been a couple of games that I did play a lot of. And one of those games that I played a lot of, I'd actually like to nominate for worst fucking game of the year. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so it would be difficult for me to um, go. So I will defer my choice and just remind everyone that the game of the year the video game awards game of the year was Elden Rings and it's a game that looks fucking fantastic. Uh I have not played, but it looks good and I would say, you know, hey, they're probably not wrong about that. So go play that game. <laughs> look, it does look good. No, no, seriously, it's, yeah, it's yeah. something that's it's been on my list, but it's just one one of those games that I just well, am like, man, I fucking barely play right now and mm -hmm. if I bought it, I, it would just sit. So it's like I I don't want to pick it up, but I've heard great things about it. And I don't doubt those things. So I think if there's a game that you haven't played it, if, if you're one of the few that haven't played it, that would be a good game to play because that's what I would want to play. Yeah. Bethel. The year of 2022. What is Bethel's game of the year? <clears throat> For me, goddamn Elden Ring. Yeah. Was my Ooh. fucking shit. Uh, it, it's, it deserves the game of the year. Uh, it's... It's a game that I was I wasn't really into the FromSoft games. Mm -hmm. I I thought they were too hard, uh, which they are, um, but I just didn't know how to play them. I wasn't really used to that kind of game, uh, at least the difficulty. But once I would, I I forced myself to like learn the game. Once I learned the game, I was like, oh, "Fuck, this game's awesome!" And especially like since this was open world, uh, it made me explore the world a lot more. Mm -hmm. And uh, just going through the game, like I had, I never finished it. But I played, honestly, by like 90, 90 hours, maybe yeah. 80 hours. Um, and it's uh, it's something that I that I really enjoyed when I when I started it. And it got me into the into the uh, the FromSoft games. Um, so I want to go back and play some of the other ones, even though they are they are different. They're more linear. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but this this is very. Um, how do I say it? like beginner, not beginner friendly, but more. A, a good introductory to that kind of uh, that kind of game. Um, Dark Souls is fantastic. Yeah, mm -hmm. I played a little bit. I that even that one I couldn't get into because I didn't know how to play. I actually then. played that one uh, uh, a pretty fair amount for yeah. a while. I mean, I didn't finish it, but I put in a lot of fucking time. It was fun. It was yeah. a good game. And I tried the Demon Souls, the remake too. I want to get into that too. Now that I like these kinds of games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's really. It, it got me into those kinds of games, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to trying out like the Bloodborne, Dark Souls, uh, Demon Souls, finishing the remake. 
But yeah, that was my shit this year. Any favorite moments while playing that game? Uh, honestly, I mean the fights are great, but just being scared, <laughs> just because yeah. not because it's scary, but because you're like, fuck, what's that thing? I'm gonna have to fight that thing later. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not very strong yet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm it just seeing that, like seeing something chase you, like fuck, I can't fight this yet. Like, cause you try to fight them, yeah, and they fucking kick your ass within one hand. Like, yeah, I'm not ready for that. Uh, so you run into those, and I'm just like, fuck, I don't know what, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. And kind of you cheese the game a little bit, too. Like, from far away, you get, like, a wand. Mm-hmm. You kind of, like, cast your spell on them and shit. You're like, far- Wingardium Leviosa. Stop! <laughs> Zap! <laughs> you do that, right? Um, but, yeah, just uh, the the moments of dread were yeah. something I like just because uh, you knew you're not prepared for that kind of fight yet. But being able to still explore the the world and uh, uh, seeing like different kind of creatures in it, different kind of uh, um, um, what do you call them? Uh, just the enemies and the worlds. How 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 much different one side of the map is to the other? Because there's mm-hmm. some parts like like a beautiful green yeah. green uh, like like landscape, and then you go into like this crazy ice area or whatever, or some like fucking. Like some bloody-looking, rusty world, and like it—it's it. If I didn't know this game, if I saw somebody playing this game from the beginning and then going to a world where like it's everything's rusty, I wouldn't—I probably wouldn't think it's the same game. Oh, really? Just because how different those world, the the parts of the maps are. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's 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 dope. Like I'm excited. I want like I want to play it again. It's a cool... That game's, like, cool sense of exploration. Yeah. Like, you saying just different spots, too. Like, I remember freaking out. Like, oh, I'm going to take this thing that's going down, and it felt like another world yeah. underground. And I was like, are Dude, you fucking some serious? areas in that. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? This is, like, another world on, on, yeah. on inside of this... In, under this already huge world. It had the feeling of the sense of wonder that Breath of the Wild had. Yeah. But you also have the sense of fear <laughs> yeah. because of just like, yeah. I remember seeing shit and being like, I don't want to fight that one thing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I think I could kind of like mm. walk past it and it goes to attack you and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That like that game, Elden Ring, I, it, dude, it was, it's really fun. I liked it a lot. And I even liked it not knowing I had a defective PlayStation 5. Because it was that game where I found out that I since launch, my PS5 has been defective, and I just didn't know. I thought it was my TV, right? Or I thought it was my cable, and then I came to find out, like, I think it's the console. <laughs> and so luckily, I was able to switch it out, and then finally, like, oh, I could play Elden Ring without it, like, freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like, not the game itself, but this weird thing happened. I don't know. Something was wrong with the HDMI port on my PlayStation, my original PS5, something. I don't know what the hell. But anyway... um, even through that, I would, I would get go through the game still. Mm. Uh, but actually, Elden Ring was a good test bench to see of like, is it still fucked up? Yeah, and it would it would yeah. show up in that. Yeah, like for me, it's, it's it's Elden Ring, and like honestly, God of War was great, but any anything else after that does not come close to Elden Ring yeah. for me this year. Mm-hmm. That's how fucking good it was. Yeah. Nice. So twenty twenty two play a lot of games played the Elden Rings like Bethel did not play the Maddens you don't need to I don't need to that's the worst there's like a Razzie Awards that would win it (laughs) but I did play a good amount of games a lot of stuff I liked a lot of stuff I didn't like um 
and it, and you know there was things that were coming out where I'm like, could this be my game of the year? You know. But out of everything I played this year, whether it was old, new, there was one that just kind of always stayed at number one, and I was like, well, maybe this will change it, and then it didn't. Mm-hmm. But my game of the year is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm. That game was such a fun time that I had with it. And even like, because again, I streamed it, but I went through like, hey, let's go through all the mainline Kirby's, which sometimes could be a fucking risk. (laughs) Because then by the time you play the new game, you're like, I am tired of all this (laughs) shit. I don't want to. But I felt pretty confident that like, okay, they're kind of going fully 3D with Kirby now. So it should be different, right? And there's a risk still. There's a risk where it's like, yeah, it's 3D, but you're still doing the same shit just in 3D now. Mm. Uh, Which you're kind of, but they changed it up so much that exploring different worlds, the music in Kirby, the gameplay, basically had a dodge roll like like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, like Elden Ring. Um, the things you encounter, like it's got a level of difficulty that I've always enjoyed in Kirby games where you can go into a game and like, it could be a breeze, but like, Hey, if you want to go back for like extra stuff, we're going to make it a bit harder and you can collect things, but then we're going to reveal some other things. So it's, it's more fun added into that. It's just not like, Oh, it's a chore to get my platinum or to get a hundred percent or whatever. Right. It's not something you just kind of grind to just to get some sort of, a non-physical like hey celebration this is what you got um but yeah everything about kirby in the forgotten land music gameplay and i haven't even unlocked everything in it i it just stayed my game of the year yeah since it launched it just it get, like i was thinking is it going to be bayonetta 3 mm. no is it going to be god of war no is it going to be crisis core no, is it going to be the Order 1886? That was close. Um, but no, man. Like, yeah, They just did such a great job with that game. And I'm really hoping they either continue. Because I think I'm pretty sure they did announce that it's the best-selling Kirby game ever. And I highly, honestly, I recommend it. It's uh, I had so much fun. I honestly don't think anyone would be disappointed. It's I had a great time, man. I just, like, looking back at it. That was my game of the year, was Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Nice. I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, the, watching you play that, it looked it looked fun. Like I never got around to buying it, but I want to try it out. Uh, but it did remind me of like a Souls game, like the yeah. combat. It looks fun. But it, that, but what's crazy is it was so tight though. The like the combat, like if I died, it was my fault. Yeah. Because there were certain games I'm not gonna talk about them yet, but there are certain games where you're just like, that wasn't me. It's the shitty way this is fucking designed. Like you know, like fuck this, you yeah. know. And Kirby, I go, yeah, that was me. I knew I should have dodged, but I fucking... I acted like a fucking asshole in this, you know? Uh, but yeah, it's just a title that... And I... I'm, I don't know, there was... You know, I'm sure I did an episode... Because I did an episode because it celebrated Kirby's 30th anniversary. And I think I did... I'm pretty sure I talked about it. It was such a while ago. But um, yeah, man. No, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Just my game of the year. Too good, too good. Really enjoyed it. But yeah, that was our game of the year. Here for third-party controller. You guys were looking forward to it. You guys got it. And I hope that the wait was worth it. (laughs) 
So that's going to be it for this week. It is a shorter episode because you know what, guys? It's the holidays. The new year is upon us. Until next time, you guys will not hear from us till 2023, the new year. Well, we hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. A bit shorter, but hey, we're giving you all the good stuff. We're cutting out the fat. All these other video game, I've said it before, I've said it once and I'll say it again. All these other video game people who are like, we're going to go on break and we're going to be back January 27th. <laughs> you know what? It's because they don't care about you. We're here to give you the entertainment. We're here to provide you with the video game stuff you want to hear about. And we knew, we knew you wanted to know our game of the year. And you, you're finding out. So. That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza and Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. There is one game that, uh, it, you know, as everyone knows, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash GLSolid. I switch, I switch, I twitch, <laughs> I twitch every, I twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I stream every. <laughs> it sounded like a tugboat from a, like really far away. <laughs>